Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. The Sunday Night Rant tonight is five lessons coming from a dysfunctional father. So I have um, um, two daughters. And um, hello, Brenton. How are you going? Good to see you. Hello, Edward. How are you at the Gold Coast? Hello, Ollie. Good to see you, Ollie. Steve Carroll's uh, 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 children. Hello, Mark, how are you going? So, gang, let me move into it. The first thing I'll say to you is that I believe that I've been a very um, absent father. Um, my daughters, you know, the oldest one is um, 13. Um, and um, I think, hey, how are you going, Sav Properties from the USA? Um, hello, Billy and Bill Demu. Congratulations, Bill Demu from uh, the Adelaide Advertiser, a guy I've worked with for you know close to uh, eight years now. Has lost 16 kilos. I saw him this week. I had to go to Adelaide to present at the Harcourts Conference, and he looked absolutely fantastic. And the thing I liked about you the most, Bill, is you actually went off and bought yourself. Um, hello, Steve. How are you going? Good auction yesterday. Um, the thing I liked about your bill is you did not just lose the weight and went and got a belt to tie up your trousers that would have been three sizes too big because I hate that fucking look. That look where you've actually lost the weight and then what you do is... Hello, Manny, how are you going? What you do is you actually don't buy clothes and what you do is you have your, your belt squashing your trousers and you actually look... Um, worse than what you do before you lost the weight. So that's a reward, by the way. When you lose the weight, go off and get yourself a reward because that makes you feel good, you look good, it gives you momentum. Well done, Billy. So here are the five rules that I want you to understand. I've been an absent father. You have to know that I've been away more than 100 and most likely 150 nights a year. This is for around... 15 years of my life in the last 15 years. So you can just picture, we're talking about pretty absent through the week. On the weekends, on a Saturday, I do auctions, so I'm not around. So pretty much it's Saturday night and Sunday. You know, and, you know, Gav uh, Rubenstein wanted to catch up last night. As I said to Gav, I said, you know, Saturday nights and Sundays is the only day that I can give uninterrupted attention on the home front. So I've been absent. One of the things I've learned, but I've got to tell you that whilst technology does not substitute humans, it certainly complements. It certainly complements. And what I'd like to say to you is that I have found using um, uh, uh, FaceTime extremely useful on this time where I'm away to be able, where I am, I am, I'm walking through a terminal, I'm at a hotel room, I'm getting something to eat, I can just pick up my phone and be looking at my daughters while I speak to them. It does not substitute, and by the way, technology does not substitute, it complements. Remember that. But it has been useful. Rule number one 
that I've really tried to drum into uh, my two kids is not to give a fuck about the opinion of other people. Now, that shouldn't come as a surprise to those of you that are watching this Sunday night rant. Um, and the reason I say that, that when you look at kids that end up, you know, uh, getting off track and swaying down a path that is not desirable, it has to do with peer group pressure. Why do people have peer group pressure? Because they care very much about what other people think of them and whether they can actually be accepted into these other people's lives. So when you actually grow up picking you over other people, you don't need your self-esteem validated by others. Hence, the rationale of me trying to uh, brainwash my two girls to not give about a fuck about the opinion of other people. And one of my greatest days this year was when I was looking at Madeline's workbook. She was working on some project. She'd put down um, success quality um, is to not care about what other people think of you. Um, and she'd actually used the F word and then I noticed that she'd used the rubber to um, delete it. So that was a proud day for me this year, Madeline. Well done. Uh, lesson number two, lesson number two, to focus on what they're good at, to focus on what they're good at. And I've said it before, this great Albert Einstein sentence, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its whole life thinking it's dumb. I'll repeat that. If you Judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. It would spend its whole life thinking it's dumb. And this is a very important rule because, thank you, Sav, because what it says is that um, if you keep telling people that they're shit at things, they start to believe that they're shit at everything. And... What we clearly know is that certain people are good at certain things and other people are good at other things. And what a good manager, leader, parent does is that they make sure that people are able to work their strengths. And I think it really does help if you allow kids to try and experiment with lots of different things because then you improve the probability that they find things that they're good at. So um, as Superstar says on Insta, confidence is everything. So what I would say that you should do is don't judge kids on things that you think that they should be good at but actually use the experience to help them find out what they're good at because no matter what it is, like we clearly know now that there are people that are shit at mass but are good at uh, video and editing that have a great life being YouTubers. We clearly know that there are certain people that are absolutely gifted in the way that they kick a ball. We certainly know that there are other people that are gifted at doing mathematics. Or, you know, you know, Maddie, my oldest daughter, is um, you know uh, very uh, engaged with cello. So uh, 
Um, you know, I've got, you know, other guys that I know, they run around with their kids, and most of them are into soccer, right? Um, and um, yeah, that's not the world that um, I operate in, not the way that things have gone out. So um, yeah, and as Lisa says, many successful people were straight F students at school. So let's move on to the third lesson. The third lesson that I try and teach my daughters is to not have their head up their fucking ass. And the reason I do that is that I, I, I think that one of the issues people have is that if you're, if you're fortunate in life to be really good at something, that means that you get paid really well for it, right? I think the biggest mistake you can have is to believe that it is you and it's nothing else is in play. That the reason why you are so good at that is it's all because of you. Now, what I teach my girls is that if you're good at something, it's because God gave you that gift and you should be grateful for that and to not be arrogant and to not actually abuse it by not using that gift because if you don't, you're letting yourself down if you don't excel at that because that is a gift from God. So I teach them that because the last thing I want them to do is to walk around thinking that um, it's them because we know people that are like that. People like that, no one likes those people, right? Like if you're lucky enough to be able to be a great orator and you can communicate well to large groups of people, that's a gift. Be happy about it. Use it. But that's a gift. Don't think it's you. Um, let's move on to number three. And by the way, I've got to tell you, like for me, the most important thing that I do is leave a psychological fingerprint to my girls that uh, they are uh, uh, spiritual beings having a human experience and not the other way around. Because that way they understand that everyone is interconnected, that they've got to be grateful, that um, they'll be more compassionate to other people and that they'll have a moral compass at all times and that they won't be scared about death because they'll know that your soul keeps going on. And I just find that that, to me, gives me peace when I go to sleep at night. I want to move on to my second last lesson, and that is to be equal to all, but not worse or better than anyone. Equal to all, but not worse or better than anyone. And when I mean not worse or better than anyone, that they should never ever feel intimidated in any way by people that are wealthier, people that seem to have more material assets than they do, that they are not to feel uh, superior to people that uh, don't have the financial capabilities that they have, to not actually feel better than people based on colour, race, religion, um, uh, sexuality. I mean, they're a young age there um, on sexuality, so it's not something that, you know, we really talk about, but it is um, perceived 
and we speak in a way that everyone is equal. And on that point, you know, on you know, sexuality and same sex, it's really interesting because I was thinking about it today when I ran into someone that I actually knew at school that I would define as um, he was, I would say, a puftabasha. That would be the word to describe this person. And um, for some reason came out in the conversation about the same sex um, vote and uh, surprisingly how vocal he was to be voting yes, which is really interesting because I think that for many people at this time when this uh, debate's going on, there's quite a few hypocrites, people that uh, uh, when it wasn't cool uh, to be supportive of the uh, lesbian, gay and transgender community, um, uh, they had their head up their asses. But now, uh, whether it's a political issue or whether it's because they just want to be popular, it's important. Um, the point I make is, whether it's popular or not, I teach my daughters is that everyone is the fucking same. And the last lesson, the last lesson, which is a work in progress. Work in progress. I haven't nailed this, guys and girls. It's a work in progress. And that is... I was brought up from uh, 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 parents that did not have much, very little. They uh, uh, had low-paying jobs. Uh, they were migrants. They came to Australia in you know the you know uh, late sixties, mid sixties, and um, I never I never ended up having much. Um, and it was during this time I le- I learned the importance of the hustle. It was during this time I learned the importance of grit. So one of the things I'm doing my best I can is to be able to, in many ways, allow my daughters to benefit from the fortune, uh, the, the fortunate luck I've had in business. And at the same time, um, teach them the importance that hustle and grit beats talent any day of the week. Now, when you don't have much, hustle and talent comes to you more instinctively because you're always envious of the people that were around you that were able to have longer holidays at nice places when you actually had no holidays at all. Herein lies the problem. The problem, of course, is this balance of somehow being able to give people things at a young age to enjoy. And I believe that probably the best gift I can give them is um, education um, from a young age, even though I do believe that that also no longer is going to give you a blueprint or a ticket for success because I think that game is over. Corporations no longer care about the person with the high distinctions from the best universities. It's about what fucking value you bring into business. But I have learned one line. If you teach someone how to fish, you can feed them for life. Whereas if you just give them fish, you'll feed them for a day. So it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, and um, the results of that will be seen 
when my girls hit 18, 19. So all I'm going to say to you is this. I've learned in my own life that talent is overrated and grit is underrated. Guys and girls, on that note, share the video, tag someone on Insta, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday Night Rant every week at 8.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next